is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Unfounded Podcast. My name is Chris Turner. I am your host. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever this reaches you. I hope it reaches you well. Hope you're staying safe and healthy out here in the coronavirus land. Um, how's it? I hope everybody's doing all right. You know, I know it's been kind of crazy. This has been a weird experience, man. It's kind of setting in, I think, now, like kind of the reality and the boredom i guess is really what's setting in for me you know i've rearranged my room now i've cleaned everything like deep cleaned everything and i'm now i'm starting to get like real desperate for ideas where i'm like grasping at straws i'm gonna like i think try to polish silverware here pretty soon and and maybe i don't know like i'm kind of in a bad spot because like i'm gonna move here pretty soon like i'm gonna be moving out and i don't know probably the next month or two uh, and so I don't really want to do anything too permanent, you know, like I rearranged my room, but I didn't really like cable organize or anything like I usually do with my computer because I didn't want to have to take it apart in about a month anyway. So, which leaves me kind of constantly frustrated. I don't know about any of you guys out there, but I'm, I'm one of those people that I don't like when I can't finish a project. I'm, I like to do things like perfectly if I can, you know, as, with as much intent as possible. Right. And when I can't do that, it, it really frustrates me. It irks me. So that's been bugging me. Also, like I've spoken before, you know, I haven't been able to go to church. That's been closed, uh, which has been kind of rough on me as well. My gym, which is kind of my other church, has been closed as well. So that's been gone. And I mean, I, I know you guys are feeling the pain. I don't mean to rub it in. I hope that you come here for kind of escape from that. So anyway, um, I'll try to do that for you today. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast episodes thus far. Uh, again, I feel like I kind of want to put out just right off the bat, a little bit of apology for anybody out there who may be vegan or vegetarian. I did not mean to attack, uh, you guys, uh, or, or go on the attack in that last episode. Um, I think I, after I listened back to it, I felt like I was a little aggressive with some of the things I said. So, uh, if that is one of you, I hope you, I hope you know that I was not, I did not mean to attack you in any way. And I hope you, uh, you yeah, understand that that uh, that <laughs> I value your perspective, uh, and I didn't mean to to make it seem like I didn't, right? But at the same time, everything I, I said, I, I do mean, right? I do mean the things that I said. I just didn't want to be too callous about uh, the issue, right? So anyway, uh, I felt like that was justified as well. Now that all the uh, uh, announcements, I guess, <laughs> are out of the way, um, let's get into it. I have a topic for today, and it's one that we've talked about before. Um, but not like it's full a full topic, and I think it deserves uh, a full thirty minutes at least. So um, it's the topic of sacrifice, um, and I'm going to go ahead and define it for you. I have the definition pulled up on Google here. So it says sacrifice, an act of slaughtering an animal or person, or surrendering a possession as an offering to God or to a divine or supernatural figure. The quote here says they offer sacrifices to the spirits. Verb, offer to kill or as a religious sacrifice. The goat was sacrificed at the shrine. Okay, so I think we all know kind of the idea of sacrifice or what it is. Uh, but I like that this started with the idea of slaughtering an animal because um, this is where the idea, from what I understand, where the idea of sacrifice stems from is, is uh, sacrifice has been attached to religious experience uh, for most of human history. Uh, and that's something that we've kind of, for some reason, detangled. You know, it's like we've taken the uh, religious aspect out of the sacrificial things that went on in the past. You know, like even the Mayans and stuff. There's human sacrifice that went on. Uh, those are the, those are the uh, the ones that we obviously consider the most like asinine. Is like when human beings were killed and slaughtered, right? But um, and understandably so. Uh, but we do kind of disentangle in that process. I think we kind of take some of the meaning out of it. Why people were doing that, um, where the idea of sacrifice came from. And what the purpose behind it was, 
you know, and especially animal sacrifice. I want to focus on that for a second because um, this is one of those that the human sacrifice is a little harder <laughs> to talk about in this context. You'll figure out why here in a second. But the, uh, the animal sacrifice um, is kind of people view. I feel, I feel like we view it wrong. I think it's a little unfounded, our view on sacrifice itself. Uh, it's kind of why I'm bringing it up here. And the reason I say that is because I think um, the way we conceptualize uh, ancient sacrifice, at least re- spiritual and religious ceremonial sacrifice is this like barbaric thing uh kind of this magic uh ceremony in a sense where it's like they were trying to uh, barter with the gods in a way and there is a certain aspect to sacrifice that is that right is this bartering relationship but it's more it's deeper than that and it in the the purpose for slaughtering animals specifically or killing something is 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 deeper than than that as well I think hunters understand this at a at a deep level. Um, I, I've I've only gone hunting once really, and it wasn't the kind of hunting that I, uh, I I'd like to go do. I'd like to go like big game hunting at some point, you know. Like uh, when I say big game, I mean like elk hunting, you know, things like that. Because I, I want the food, you know. I, I I like the idea of providing my own meat, but I also like the idea of of experiencing the entire process. You know what I mean? That there is a sacrificial element to it, and the sacrifice isn't only from the animal; it's also coming from the person that is taking that life and that's the aspect that that is usually glanced over when we talk about uh eating meat when we talk about um uh, when we talk about hunting in general right not necessarily factory farming and all that like all of those criticisms are justified right it's more of the uh the idea that killing anything period is wrong um i, I guess that's the idea that i i guess i that i'm starting to to argue against that it's becoming you know solidified over the last excuse me over the last couple episodes because uh you know the sacrifice there's this idea and the basic idea is that that i'm trying to get to is you know you sacrifice the now for the present or for the future right it's this basic principle say and and it's kind of it kind of exists in every from what I understand, what I have gathered in most religious texts and and and, and followings in, in, throughout human history, this idea that if you sacrifice the now for the for the future, you're, you're you're posturing yourself in the proper way to benefit the most from whatever could happen in the future, right? Um, like you're readying yourself for the poss- the best possibility. And one of the ways that like the ancients did this is they they would would actively give up in the now the thing that they valued the most kind of creates this hierarchy this value you know this value equation of like you know well if you're going to sacrifice you know it's like the ancients figured this out they figured out that you know if you sacrifice the now and there is something true about this that if you sacrifice the now let's say take a like a more concrete example let's say if you sacrifice the now um let's sacrifice your free time you sacrifice your free time right now that you could be doing playing video games or whatever like that but instead of doing that you read Right, so you sacrifice it now for the future. What is in the future? What's the future you're sacrificing for? Well, the possibility that you may glean some insight from that reading that may expand your mind and you as a person in the future. Right, um, that is this idea in a very simple form. Right, is this is, is and, and you you apply this every day. Right, everybody in a sense believes in this without knowing they believe in it. They because they apply it every day. <laughs> right, um, but this is the same idea that the that that. I believe most ancients acted out in sacrifice 
it's it's it, and the reason they did that is because they they had to make it more um Because they were viewing almost their entire their their whole world was viewed through the religious lens. Okay, this is you have to you have to view the ancient world in, in, in without the the scientific lens or like kind of this logical perspective that we've established a safe kind of logical perspective with all of these defined areas around us uh, that kind of fill in the gaps in any conversation that we're approaching. Like that has to go away for us to understand properly. I think the perspective of the ancient kind of human beings that, 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 that came before us and, and the reason they did the things they did. You know, it, they viewed everything through the religious lens, the spiritual lens in some sense. And so that the, it's hard to disentangle ceremony, like the ceremony and, 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 and the, the kind of the, um, what, what is it? The, uh, the show of it from, from, the functionality of it, right? There was no difference, I think, to these ancient peoples. And so they, when they were acting out, when they would kill something, when they would, let's say, let's, uh, the ancient, uh, in, in the Middle East, you know, they would sacrifice a goat or something like that. I mean, the Bible, a lot of times, the, the, the animal that was sacrificed would be a goat. And this was mainly because this was the most valued animal they had. The goat provided a lot of things, not only meat, but it usually provided milk, which could could make cheese and and when you're living in a desert and things like that like this is a this is a valuable animal it's one of the most valuable things you have it's it's literally your survival embodied in a creature and so you taking that thing and sacrificing it killing it and offering it to the deity is the most radical form of sacrificing the now for the future if you get what i'm saying now right um not the most radical form the most radical form would be sacrificing yourself right for for the future but that that then creates this weird kind of catch-22 loop where you can't <laughs> right you're you're, just, you're gone so the the but that's that's where the idea of human sacrifice comes in well how can you ratchet it up a little more how can you sacrifice even more of the now for the future well introduce the idea of sacrificing in a human life because that is the most precious thing and that's that's one of the things i think that, that we lose in in um in the in the mind the reason i'm talking about the mayan sacrifice is because like when i talked to the sacrifice the picture that came up next to the google google search was a picture of like the you know the mayan temples when they used to sacrifice people on the top and they'd rip their heart out and stuff very brutal stuff you know while they're alive too you know a lot of this i I want you to understand i'm not condoning these actions (laughs) like please don't think i'm condoning people that go out there and like kill a goat and like you know obviously like human sacrifice no 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 please don't um, I'm just kind of analyzing it, I guess, uh, going down that road because I think there's some value in sacrifice, the idea of sacrifice, and I think it's uh, a repulsion to the idea of sacrifice is partially why we are where we are in the world, modern day. I think it's partially why we have a little bit of loss of meaning too. <clears throat> why you feel a little empty uh, in, in the modern world, I think, is because we don't sacrifice enough. And I don't mean in the terms of killing things. I mean in 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 the more practical sense, like I described earlier. Um, I don't think we posture ourselves properly against the nature of being, is the way Jordan Peterson would describe it. You know, we don't... We, there's, there's something to the idea of...
I think the, the value in the idea of sacrifice is it demands that you think of something in the future to sacrifice for, right? So it's, it's, it's this cyclical process that you repeat in order to move in a certain direction. Sacrifice is in some ways the thing that gives you a vector. It's the thing that gives you momentum forward, right? In order for you to, like, I think in some ways the part that people usually are missing when they're trying to do something or they're on their way to a goal is the sacrifice part. Right, think about it. Like, what do people want? They want to lose weight. They want to have the reward without the sacrifice, <laughs> right? You know, they want to get on, they want to have this weight fall off, but they don't want to give up the Twinkies and they don't want to get on the treadmill. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it doesn't happen. This is more practical and literal. These are literal things I'm talking about. This is actively how the universe is, stru- this is actually how the universe is structured. In order for you to get something, a change, an actual, even physical change to happen, you have to place yourself in a sacrificial posture meaning that you are looking for things and and ways in which you can make your current situation more difficult Isn't that a funny thing, a weird way, a backwards way to look at life, kind of the opposite way you would postulate if you were just like guessing? You'd think, and how most people I think go through life is, is they don't want to look at their problems. They think, oh man, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with these things. I don't want to take on more. That's for sure. I don't want to take on more stressors. If I take on more stressors, I'm going to collapse. I'm this weak thing. I already had too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? That ego popping up, right? But you aren't. You're much stronger than you think you are. And the way you demonstrate that is by starting this sacrificial loop. Uh, you have to demonstrate that this method works and all you have to do is repeat that and apply it in whatever situation you want. It could be weight loss, but could also be, I don't know, um, getting the, your dream job or it could be uh, getting an education or it could be uh, becoming a better parent or it could be being, a, I don't know, a better lover. I don't know. It could be anything. But this is how you this is how you go from point A to point B. You sacrifice. It's how you go to point A with from point A to point B without taking or hurting somebody else in the process. That's it. Right there. That's what I've been looking for. What's the value in the sacrifice? That's what it is right there, I think. Why did the ancients focus on the idea of sacrifice so much? Why does it pop up in every religion? I think every religion I know of, the idea of sacrifice is prevalent in it. Why? Well, because it's it's because that's that's how you get human beings to move in a direction without hurting each other in the process. <laughs> and obviously, the human sacrifice is a. Uh, probably a bad example of this but even in that there is this kernel this idea of you know sacrifice you, you you know it's it's sacrifice the few for the many right you know it's that idea of if uh let's say there was a nuke on an airplane and the airplane was going to crash into you know new york city or something like that I've, i'm just cr- pulling something out of my butt right but it, 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 do you crash the plane in the sea and kill the people you know like on purpose obviously but you know, you shoot it down or something like that before it gets there, or do you let it crash into New York City, kind of a thing, right? Like it's, um, 
That's the idea behind the human sacrifice element, I think. Again, I don't condone it. <laughs> I think it was the extreme that we took it to, but whatever. <clears throat> anyway, th- th- there is something, though, I think, in the meth- in the demonstration of why the symbology is so powerful. Like, I, I keep on looking at this picture, uh, and you've seen these. They're almost like, uh, uh, you know, two- two-dimensional kind of wall art drawings, j- similar to, like, hieroglyphics. I mean, it is a form of hieroglyphics, I think. Um, but where it's depicting, you know, these human sacrifices and they're incredibly brutal and vivid. And you could imagine, I mean, this was not only a ceremony to, I mean, can you imagine being a person watching something like this, how powerful that would be, the effect it would have on you, but could you imagine having that be imprinted in your culture, like on the walls of your culture? That, that's so, it's a powerful thing. And why is that there? You know, you have to think, what is the utility of having that there? Why would a culture use those those powerful fear-driven images? We've talked about what fear is useful for in terms of human human beings and its control, mostly and survival. <laughs> but in the hands of other people, you know, it, it, it's control. And so, the, what does it serve? It's, I think it keeps people humble. I think that's why the Mayans did that. It's a form of control. It's like, hey, you're not that important, you know. It's a similar message that most religions, almost every religion that I know of, sends to people. You know, it's a, it's just that these 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 cultures were they're theocratic, right? These 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 um, political systems and stuff are theocratic. So I mean, the, the religion was wrapped up in the culture, in the political system, in the economy, everything. You know what I mean? And so that. The proper thing to do in your life is to posture yourself and is to place yourself in a sacrificial posture. What does that mean? That means if you want something, if an idea pops into your head, if you feel like you need something to change, if you feel like you need to move in a certain direction, maybe maybe you don't even know what you need. Maybe maybe you just feel like you need to move. I find that that's that's how I feel often. Is like I don't I don't know what direction I need to go in or what I need to do, but I just feel like I need to move. If you like that, then then the best thing you could do is try to come up with ways to do exactly that, to move. And mo- usually the best way to move is going to be to make y- the situation in the present moment more difficult. Even if it's a trivial amount of more difficult, even if it's like instead of sitting, you're now standing or walking around or picking up a dish or putting clothes in the dryer or something, you know what I mean? But you're making the now more difficult. You don't even really have to know what where you're going to end up in the future, which is what's weird about it. You know, you don't have to have a direct goal in mind. You can have this general posturing, a sacrificial posturing where it's, it's what do you do when the moment when you feel this move, this move, movement inside you, like you need to go, well, you'd go and you figure out ways to make that moment the most productive, which is going to, by definition, make that moment more hard, (laughs) more difficult, more hard. You know what I mean? But it's also going to posture you, you know, and it's going to place you in the best possible place to have the best possible outcome at the end of that day. And that's the way you should posture yourself that's what i mean by place yourself in a sacrificial stance or sacrificial posture again i that's an idea that jordan peterson from what i understand kind of kernelized in in that terminology and i 
it's something you can apply in your life that really, really helps. You know, it, it, especially if you're one of these people that finds himself procrastinating a lot. I, I, I find it's it, right now is a really good time to tackle procrastination too, because it's like you, there is no excuse for anything, <laughs> right? You have zero excuses to not do something, right? I mean, so many of you, and I, I'm talking generally because I'm out of a job right now. I'm assuming, I'm kind of. Uh, painting you all as a panacea and assuming you're not working either but for those of you who aren't working you have no excuse you know what i mean whatever it is whatever your list you know everybody has those lists those lists of things you need to get done you know sacrifice the now for the future because whenever work does start rolling again and the economy does start pumping again like you're not gonna have more time (laughs) you know what i mean then you're gonna have less so whatever it is take one of those things it doesn't have to be something big sacrifice the now for it and and see what happens because what i found in it, when you do that and, and it ties into the other things you know it ties into the other things we've talked about with being in the moment you know putting your effort like all all of you into something you know putting your your attention into something your your when you do that you you come away at the end you'd, you'd expect to be tired you know because you, you think of it as an exertion you know, when you're postulating doing something, when you're sitting here, you know, like I'm in a, I'm in a chair right now. I'm like, oh, I got to take the trash out. When I'm thinking about taking the trash out, I'm thinking about all the work it's going to be. How much exertion it's going to take for me to get from here to the trash can with that bag of trash. And hopefully it doesn't stink too, right? All these other things pop up. The funny thing is, is like, it's as soon as you start to move towards that thing, you may have a little apprehension. Like you may have like a, it's like a moment when you're walking up to the trash can where you're like, you don't know if it smells yet. And so you're like, ah, this could be worse than I'm expecting or it could be better than I'm expecting. And so you're like, ah, you're a little shaky. But then like you just do it. You just jump it. You just do it, right? And you go and you get the, you get throw the trash out. And what happens? Every single time after that, you are happy. You get this, this little release, this little endorphin push in your head that's like, oh yeah, you did something. Good job. Good job. You know what I mean? And so the end result, you are in a better place than you were before. Five minutes prior with that trash sitting there and you sitting thinking about taking the trash out, you were in a much worse place. You are in a better place after that. But how did you get there? You sacrificed that moment to get there. I know I've, I've repeated this like five times, but I think it's <laughs> I'm hammering it home for a reason because I, it's, it's so fundamental, I think. And it's a, it's a really easy thing to, to glaze over. You can get locked into this method of interfacing with the world where you try to trick it in some way. It's like you're trying to like get the most out of it. Like you can steal something from time or, or the universe and, 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 and not get it back. Like things are going to come to you. <laughs> you know, I don't know if any of you resonate with this kind of feeling, but I feel like I, I felt this way for a long time. Like, you know... It, you don't have to you don't have to move to get anything in life that it's more about luck and that things come to you if divine timing allows or something like that right if you just happen to be so lucky but you know when you look out into the world if you feel like oh that person's there just because they right place right time then i you're you're honestly selling yourself short i feel like and that's what i feel like now from the perspective that I'm viewing things from now is no, 
even if that was true, even if the universe was based on luck, like it just does, it's all random. And somebody's just a matter of coincidence that they're in the right place at the right time. Even if that was true, I'm not going to operate that way. Because in a world that operates based on chance that way, I'm going to make my chances greater by posturing myself as if I'm going to whatever end point that was. Right. So like if I if 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 I wanted to be a basketball player, no, I'm not going to sit around, even if that is the way the universe works. It could not matter at all how much effort I put into something. What am I going to do? Just sit here and wait to see if the universe gives me a basketball career or not? No. I'm going to sacrifice it now for the possibility of that future. And the funny thing is, too, the more you do that, the more you realize it's a lot of times the process of getting there, the sacrifices has become more of the pleasure in a weird way. And I obviously want to pull back a little bit from the animal sacrifice part and the human sacrifice part that we were talking about. I'm talking about in the more practical sense, right? But the more you do this, the more you practice this this cycle, you know, this this cycle of sacrificing the now for the future, getting to that point, and then redoing that, doing that again and again and again and again. It's that one foot in front of the other is another way to put it, right? It's the same idea, different terminology, um, I think. If you can get that kind of process jump-started, you'll start to enjoy the journey there. You know, you hear people talk about that, too. It's not this cliche that people say, you know, it's not about the... It's not about where you're going. It's about the journey there. It's like, yeah, ha, yeah. But it's like if you're trying to enjoy the journey, it's like if you're squeezing while you're on the journey, like, oh, enjoy this, enjoy this. You're not enjoying it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, you go, it's, it's, you have to, it's something, it's something about an appreciation for the entire picture, the whole picture. You know what I mean? It's like a zoom out thing. You know, why do older people say that? Why, why is it older people that tell you, you know, it's not about it's not about where you're going, it's about getting there, right? That's what you usually hear from older people. I think it's because you that, that comes with wisdom. Why does it come with wisdom? Well, I think it's because it's a process of zooming out. Um, the older you get, the more data you collect in a sense, right? The more journeys you've been on, the more beginnings and endings you've had. So the more of those you have to call on when you're trying to formulate... When you're trying to identify what you appreciate in those experiences. And I think the more and more you do that, the more and more you look at the total experience, the more and more you realize it wasn't about being at the end point. It usually is the parts that you don't know you're supposed to be, you're enjoying the most while you're in them. You know, it's like, it's like the, it's the parts you get lost in. And you can get lost in the things you wouldn't expect getting lost in. You can get lost in the things, the mundane if you find yourself getting lost in the mundane, you're doing something very right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because then it's like if, you know, a trip to Disneyland comes along, oh my goodness, that's going to be the best day ever because I was having a ball with the dishes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, hell yeah, let's go to Disneyland, you know? It's like the dude, I don't know if you guys seen that guy, that like the banana bread dude. I love this guy. He got super stoked. I don't know if, I'm pretty sure it was like a, he was being a, he was a joke, but he was at he was at work, and one of his coworkers came in and gave him banana bread. And the video is just him being like, "Dude, I love banana bread, freaking banana bread, yeah, bro!" And he freaks out, you know, he's just freaking out about banana bread. And it's like, "Yeah, dude, do you exactly lose yourself in the moment? 
who cares if you like banana bread that much? Maybe if you didn't, like, maybe he was joking, but it, the, the point is, is, like, get lost in the moment. You know, let your freak flag, freak, freak flag fly in a sense. You know, if you're a banana bread freak, like, hell yeah, man, get lost in that moment. And maybe, maybe there's things out there that like most people don't enjoy that you actually do. You know, there's like a lot of people like there's a there's a reason. You know, you well, you seen that show Dirty Jobs. You know, there was a, I remember one of the things that always shocked me is there'd be people on that show every single job that he'd go on there'd be a person there that loved it, every single one. You know what I mean? It's like he'd be he'd be in the sewers with literally like toilet paper dangling from his elbow, and this dude sitting there just all smiles, telling him it's the best job he's ever had, and he wouldn't do it for anything else in the world. <laughs> and you're sitting there like, I wouldn't do that for a million bucks if you paid it to me in cash right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But maybe you would. You know, maybe you would. Maybe you would be in that same spot. Just all smiles too. Toilet paper and a friggin' dingleberry hanging from your eyebrow. You know what I mean? Like, you never know. But the point is, is to kind of apply that, that the cyclical sacrificial process, you know, posture yourself that way. And along the way, you're going to find that there's a lot of things that you don't like to do quotation marks that you actually do. And, and, uh, and that it'll actually make you a better person too. And that this whole idea that you need to know where you're going before you start on the journey is completely false. All you need to know is the, is the process it takes to get there. You know what I mean? And so it's like you don't need to know how you don't need to know how where you're going. You just need to know how to drive, right? And what what is the equivalent of driving? It, it's it's the sacrificing now for the future. That's it. Sacrifice the now for the future. And there's no better time to apply it than now. I know I'm getting kind of preachy, and I hope I don't get preachy on here. You know, I, the purpose of this of this podcast is not for, to be like a like Tony Robbins kind of thing. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to sit up here and like evangelize you guys. You know what I mean? Like I, I partially because like I, I'm not sitting up here trying to say that I have more wisdom than most, you know, like I, I have a lot of varied experience, but I know there's probably a lot of people that are listening to this podcast that have a more varied experience than I do, you know? Um, so it's, it, I don't feel like I have more of an authority to tell you guys what you should do or what you shouldn't do in your life. Uh, more of the purpose of this is to get the idea of the unfiltering process, like apply that and to show what it looks like and, the, and to pull the value out of it. Because I think my theory is that that is exactly how value is created is not by like calculating things. It's not by like planning. It's by unfiltering and unmooring yourself from state stability. It's kind of launching yourself into the unknown and seeing what happens. That's when the most beautiful things are created, I think. And I'm trying to apply that right now. And in that process, I think I'm getting to a point where I'm, I'm describing the things that have worked for me. And so when I describe those to you, it makes it, seem, it may seem like I'm evangelizing or, or preaching. And I, I hope it doesn't come off that way because that is not the intent as what at all. Um, it, merely my intent or my hope that my experience and my perspective helps you or at very least entertains you. Uh, and, um, Anyways, so I think that's what I've got 
for today. I'm a little early, actually, uh, on this episode, but I think the, the sacrifice talk went pretty well. I enjoyed that. And um, I will be back on here soon, uh, probably in the next couple of days or so, if not sooner. Uh, like I said, I have a little bit of extra time on my hands, so <laughs> uh, I will hopefully talk to you very soon. Stay safe out there. Keep your social distancing habits up uh, to par, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye.